Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. Are you a human design projector, or maybe you're close to a human design projector? This episode is going to be different from anything you've heard before about living life as a projector. This week I interviewed Charlotte Wright, and she gets into the realities of actually living day to day as a projector. She touches on the basics of being a human design projector, but in a way you really haven't heard before. Both Charlotte and I are human design projectors, and in this conversation, we share what it's like to actually live your life as a projector, what it's like to embody your projectorness every day. Charlotte shares the beauty and the challenges of truly leaning in to your projector design. So if you are a human design projector or you love someone who's a human design projector, this is a must listen episode. All right, Charlotte, thank you for coming on the podcast today. I'm so looking forward to having this conversation. Me too. I'm so excited to be here to talk about human design and being a projector. Super excited. Yes. So just before we get started, um, could you share who you are and a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so I'm Charlotte. Um, I'm a business owner and I'm a life coach and human design coach consultant. So I generally work with business owners um, so they can discover more about themselves using their human design. Um, and we definitely dive into deeper stuff in the life coaching side of that as well. And I've had my business for almost four years. Um, so yeah, that's that's me. Awesome. So I've worked with Charlotte quite a bit over the years and yeah, she's an incredible life coach and definitely my go-to expert for everything human design and especially being a projector, which of course is what we're going to talk about today. So what, how do you describe human design first? Like, how would you define human design? I think human design is like almost like a portal to seeing yourself deeper and a permission slip to understanding yourself. I mean, there's so many ways of looking at human design. There's very scientific ways of looking at human design and people who like a, have a logical brain love to look at the quantum physics and they're looking for proof that this is real. Um, as I have a spiritual background, I do look at the spiritual aspects, but also there's something in it, like there's something energetically in it that opens people up to discover more about themselves. And, and I really love that. Like it's not a prescription. It's like an invitation almost to, to just go deeper into who you are. Ooh, yes. And I think that that perspective on it that you have, that it's not a prescription, it's an invitation is a part of what draws me into your work with human design so much. Um, so for me, like you said, when I discovered my human design, it was like, <laughs> it was this glorious moment because I'm a projector and it we interact with the world differently than most of the population and it was really amazing to have some explanation for the way I am in the world <laughs> so could you tell us a little bit about projectors yeah I think when you find out you're a projector it's sort of like your whole past and childhood and everything suddenly starts to make more sense. Yes. <laughs> um, I know personally myself as a projector, I felt like the outsider and like there was something not right with me. Something I go, I was missing. Like what, why couldn't I grasp life and just be normal? Um, and why did I just want to stay home all the time? Oh my gosh, I'm nodding like, my head. Yes, I'm <laughs> nodding my head like emphatically as you speak. Go on. <laughs> yeah, and, and I really feel like projectors are here to guide. So the classic explanation of a projector are uh, leaders and guides that we have this ability to see other people's energy really, really well. And we have this way of guiding other people's energy. So we have like a zoomed out approach on other people that we can almost like, 
look at it like from a bird's eye view and see what people doing in their lives and how they're working or how they're in their relationships and we can see the better way of them doing it in order to utilize their energy better but also for them to like be more connected to who they are projectors have this like unique thing that they like zone in right to the core of the person so it can be quite um it can be quite deep you know projectors are incredibly deep they don't like surface level stuff but when they see somebody and they're invited to guide for that person and when I say guide you don't have to be like a a coach or a leader just in a general conversation you suddenly have the ability to get to the heart of what that person is looking for it's like you, if you're a projector and you're listening to this and you've had those types of conversations where the other person is like, oh my God, how did you know that? <laughs> That's what's going on there. <laughs> and what's so interesting about that is that it can feel really intense to the people we're communicating with. Uh, and so it can kind of freak people out, right? Yeah, it does. I mean... Oh, I, I don't know if, if you are a projector and you're in your childhood, you might have been told that you were quite bossy or a know-it-all or yeah. that type of thing. And even you knew that about yourself, that it's kind of frustrating for you that people are like humans are like doing these weird things when there's a way better way to do it. And you're like, why are you doing that? Um, <laughs> so you kind of know it all inverted commas but when you then just go and tell people that stuff about themselves it's very intense because your energy is penetrating that's just how it works with human design and they're like whoa so that's why we have this thing with human design projectors is to be invited um so then they can receive this information that you're trying to tell them they're open to receiving it and then wow things change for them rapidly when they invite you in but if they don't invite you in it's like you're trying to get through a brick wall and the other person is like please stop it's like too intense for me I can't deal with it yes oh my gosh and this is something that one of the things about being a projector and learning about my projectorness that was so helpful for me because for sure as a kid I was bossy I know it all and honestly, that continued well into my adulthood because um, that was like my projector shadow. And it, it was, I didn't understand why my advice, and I'm kind of, I'm using air quotes, but because it, it was more than advice. It was this like penetrating information, but I didn't understand why it was so often ignored or even avoided. <laughs> Like, and then I found oh out God, I was a projector. Yeah. yeah, I found out I was a projector. I was like, oh, I'm freaking people out. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I, what I recognized when I found out I was a projector and learned more about it is that there was a reason for me feeling frustrated quite a lot, bitter, but frustrated quite a lot because. I couldn't fix things or people weren't open to to hearing what I had to say or I could it was almost like I was moving around the world and I it's if you're a projector you can feel this energy all the time where you're like zoning in on things and why did they do that and how come they didn't do it that way and it's 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 tiring sometimes like your brain is just constantly like there's a better way there's a better way they should do it this way blah 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 blah. um and I think as a kid I was just like I just don't I don't get life and humans and there's a better way of it I mean I feel like I've been my entire life with this kind of notion that there's a better way of living life and do and like being yourself and like honoring who you are and even like I I don't know if you find this as well Brittany like being a projector I just want like there to be peace and people to be well and you know what I mean it's it's a really interesting and that's why we see a lot of projectors in the spiritual space right yes oh that makes total sense okay for sure and I feel like for me one of the things it's interesting um something I've learned from you about projectors is that we 
will have a system that we kind of become an expert at. Mm. And it's interesting to me how when I look back at my life and I look at my relationship with fear, that fear and the way that it moves through our lives and the way courage works and moving around that, that has always been like something that just made so much sense to me, even as a kid. And it shown so much. I mean, I just understood that so much more when I heard you starting to talk about how projectors will have a system that they're really an expert in. Mm, yeah, I totally can see, can see that in you. Um, yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you do have, you might like evolve into a different system, but generally there's like theme of something that you've always been fascinated by. And it's just kind of come natural to you, but you've played it out in your life as well. Like I said, I feel like mine is something to do with um, allowing people to be themselves. Like it's just, I find it so fascinating how how we fall into these traps of trying to be like other people and and I just want people to be themselves I see the magic in every single person I meet I'm always like wow if you you know if you did this and you were like completely yourself like it would be so amazing you know what I mean it's Mm -hmm. it's like you're seeing through this like facade around fear and courage and I'm seeing through this like inauthenticity and allowing them to break free from that and be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and I love that you brought that up because one of the things about Charlotte uh, that is constantly impressing me is how deeply she leans into her authenticity. Like you, you follow your authentic, uh, guidance your intuition I mean you just you're so so authentic to yourself so it's very clear that that is something like something that you just innately are an expert in yeah and like your journey with fear I think it's not the most fun journey to have right Um, but there's a reason for us understanding our own kind of systems is because we're here to guide on those things. And I think for me around authenticity, um, I'm always fascinated by conditioning and human designs and how we've become conditioned to think that we should be like other people, etc. And I think projectors, because of the openness that they have in their energy, they're more susceptible to to being conditioned and then they try and act like other people. And this is why when they find out they're a projector, generally, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, like the system is becoming more popular. But that's why it feels like such a a permission slip and like, oh my God, finally, I can like start to become who I am. But there's so many layers in that, like, so many layers to unpick of like, is this me or is this a, a, a shield that I've put? Is this me trying to pretend to be something else? Like, why do I think that I should do things that way, etc.? And I'm constantly on that path all the time with myself being like, hold on a minute. Like, do I actually like this or do I think that I like this or do I think that I should like this? So, yeah, it's, it's a constant unpeeling of the layers. So I have a question about that. Um, do you feel like that, like that, um, the way that projectors are almost more easily conditioned, do you think that that has to do with the, like having more open centers in? Yeah, 100%. In our design? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I see obviously with the clients that I've worked with, I see a lot of conditioning, um, but I see more conditioning in projectors than any, uh, more conditioning in projectors than any other type, but I also see more conditioning in people who have more openness in their chart, for okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And if anyone listening isn't familiar with like open and closed centers in human design, could you just real quick yeah. Explain that a little bit. Yes. So we have nine centers in human design and each of those centers, seven of them are based on the chakra system. So you might know them already. And then we've got a couple of extra ones there too. 
each center I would call an energy center and they're connected to a specific part of your body, but they have specific like life themes in each center. So for example, classic one, because spiritual people talk about this, the throat center. So the throat center, for example, if you were conditioned in that center maybe you feel nervous about speaking you don't speak up for yourself you feel like what you're saying is like the wrong thing to say etc etc like when you have an open center so it's not colored in on your chart you're more susceptible to being conditioned in that way whereas if it's colored in you have more stability more solidity in that center more i was gonna say more truth but it's just more of a groundedness in that center. It's not open to be penetrated from the outside um, and conditioned. Now, I will say, just because you have a defined center and it's colored in doesn't mean that you're free from conditioning. Um, yeah. I think it's also that like um, people think that as well about human design. Everybody is open to condition just by being a human being. But often we see people with a not colored in center that's undefined or open, more susceptible to being conditioned. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. That makes sense. So let's see, you mentioned bitterness and I'm extremely familiar with this because projectors, when they're not living their truth, I guess I'll, I'll let you explain it, but we can become bitter. And I've experienced that a lot over the course of my life. So yeah, could you explain a little about that? Yeah, I mean, bitterness, I feel like, oh, it's such a heavy heavy feeling, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes people don't understand what bitterness feels like. So I would say it feels kind of like resentment or a pissed off kind of energy. Like that's, that's the vibe of bitterness almost like slighted as well. Like you feel like, oh my God, I did all of this stuff and no one even cares. Like, no yes. one said thank you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's the not self theme of, of a projector. And the reason they have, projectors have this not self theme is to understand that probably you're not using your energy correctly. Maybe you're going out there and telling everybody what to do without being invited could be a thing. Um, Could be that you're, you're, you're just not in the right, environment in terms of the people you're surrounding yourself with because they don't recognize you as a as a human and your soul and why you're here etc which sounds incredibly deep but projectors when they don't feel recognized by those around them they get bitter because they want to be seen and they feel like they're not being seen um, and this can cause in conditioning projectors to force themselves to be seen like being needy or needing to be validated all the time, et cetera. Um, But I always see this as well with projectors can be quite bitter if they're in the wrong environment. Like not when I say environment, not necessarily like completely the place, but the energy and the people around them. Like you, you really need to have the right people around you and, to say that as well, projectors need people. They think that, oh, I'm a projector and now I just need to spend all my time alone. Projectors really need people like support system and people to be able to see them. Interesting. So that that kind of leads me to one question I had for you, which is um, the interplay between projectors and generators. So, because most of the population is generators, right? Yeah. So we got 76%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So could, yeah. Could you talk about that a little, because that's been a big theme in my life. Like my partner is a generator. I think that's really common for projectors and generators mm-hmm. to be in partnership, but just in general. I'm, yeah. Tell me. Yeah. So <laughs> 76 of the population is like a mixture of generators and manifesting generators. Okay. We're putting them into the bucket of generators. Now with projectors and generator types, Projectors do really well kind of guiding generators. There's there's a match. The two of them go together really, really well, right? Yeah. Uh, generators have this ability to give projectors some sort of life force energy, the sacral energy, right? So they bump off this energy and they feel really good. Um, and the other way around, projectors have an ability to understand what generators need to change or do in order to use their energy better generators love working with projectors because projectors can see them 
you know so generators see other people generators see themselves sorry generators see themselves but projectors see others so they have this ability of guiding generators now it's generators i love so much but because generators see themselves they often will and this is not a negative but they often will tell you things that work based on their own experience of their own life on what works for them so it's really important again to tap into like your own guidance your inner guidance and what's correct for you and using strategy and authority um but the two of them um electromagnetically go really well together projectors and generators just go really well together now it's a little bit different with projectors and manifesting manifesting generators because manifesting generators their energy is so fast sometimes it can be quite overwhelming for projectors but manifesting generators still like the guidance of projectors okay interesting so how so one of the things about projectors is we can't see ourselves, right? And mm-hmm. I definitely have experienced that. <laughs> like I, I, for sure. Um, I often find that uh, the people around me have a more, much more clear vision of me than I do. So how, how can a projector work with that? Like how... How do we work through that? How do we, how do we, I guess, learn to see ourselves or how do we understand ourselves when we can't see ourselves? I mean, I feel like this is a big theme right now because we've had that eclipse and like projectors have been feeling it a lot and probably spending more time by themselves. And what happens when projectors spend more and more time by themselves, they can't, there's no one seeing them, right? So they get a little bit lost in this like, mud of being like I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what I'm good at um and I often see that with projectors that's why you kind of need people around you but not all the time because you also need to like disconnect um so projectors cannot see themselves so they need other people to see them but like you said you gain the perspective of others but you have to be careful around the people who who those people are right because also people project onto you because we have something called the projection field. So you have to be sure that you trust those people and what they're telling you about yourself. You know, the recognition should feel very like, oh, yeah, that is me. You know, don't allow people to be like, oh, I think this about you because they might be, they might have a completely different idea or they could be projecting something onto you, right? Um, But projectors, when I... When I think about not being able to see yourself, I do things like think of evidence where I have been really great in certain situations or what I enjoy, and I recognize myself first. It's really important for projectors to recognize themselves. I do it in the shower in the morning where I'm just like, oh, yeah, I did that call and it went really well, and then I got this amazing feedback. I mean, I'm using perspective of me being a business owner, but in any area of your life, you know, my kids said I was so great at that thing. And they loved it, you know, like giving yourself the recognition first. And it is quite good for projectors also to have like almost like a bank of evidence, you can just have it in your mind of things that you did enjoy that went really well. And then maybe you got feedback and just give yourself the recognition first. And then the next step is obviously surrounding yourself with people who do see you truly, who have the ability to recognize you. Oh, this is a huge, you touched on something there that has been a huge thing in my (laughs) life. And that is um, people projecting onto you and I know that all humans do this but I do feel like with projectors it is like super amplified what Mm -hmm. is up with that (laughs) I know honestly I feel like what the visual I'm getting as well in my mind is like it's almost like you're in uh like some sort of game like a Nintendo game or something and you've got this sword and you're just like fighting through the projection field like there's there's people like projecting onto you all the time now I don't want to sound like um OTT about this because I think sometimes in the personal development space we can be like oh my god everyone's projecting it everyone's a narcissist etc etc um I think like you have to discern like 
if you are being projected on or if you're actually in your ego you know and that's a whole other story um but but like sometimes we can do that especially as projectors if you're in a bitter space if you're feeling resentment and then someone is talking to you or, or saying things to you you could totally be like oh my god that's totally projecting on me you know so like where is look after your side of the street as well like where where are you at like are you taking care of yourself what's the deal with the bitterness like not everyone's out to get you or project onto you but it's totally a thing that happens with projectors um people I don't know I feel like the people around me who have known me since I was a kid like parents etc have a completely different view of who I am as a person and like to tell me what they think that I should do I don't know if you get this I get this all the time from people like they have these ideas of what they think I should do with my life even now you know I'm in my 40s early 40s and it's just like why you you know and that's totally projection that they're like you should do a b and c and it's like okay (laughs) and also I get a lot of people come to me people who know me who like to gossip about other people to me which I find very interesting oh that is what do you think that's about I don't know if it's like something to do with the projection or there's something in my energy that they feel like I can diffuse it or something it's it's very interesting I've been trying to figure this out recently because it's been it's happened quite a few times I'm like looking at myself going okay what's going on with me in terms of this energy like is there something I need to work on here or are people like projecting stuff onto me it's very weird I wonder about this too because that's that's definitely true for me too um I do. I mean, tell me if I'm right about this. It does kind of seem to me like people coming to you with their stuff is very much a projector thing, right? A five line thing. Ah, okay. So, okay. Yeah. So talking about (laughs) lines, can you just, um, probably everyone listening is familiar enough with human design to know that everyone has, um, a, a line profile. Could you just, like maybe share a little bit about that. Yeah, so we have um, our lines. I know that Brit is a five line. That's why I just said that. Um, so we have a profile line that's made up of two two different numbers. When you look at your chart, it's taken into account your conscious sun. If you look at it, if you're looking at your chart right now, on the right hand side, you'll see a list of planets on the right hand side. At the top, you've got a sun sign and it'll say 11.2 for example is mine that two is the first line of your profile now if you look on the other side the left hand side of your chart and go up to the top you'll see another sun sign in a different color and that'll say for example 12.4 so the four is your second of your profile lines the profile lines have their own meaning when they're on their own so one line two line three line four line and then a deeper meaning when we have our second profile line with it. So you can say, for example, I'm a two line, which means that I'm a hermit. I like to spend a lot of time alone, but I'm also a four line that needs their network and needs the support of other people. It's finding the balance between the two. But each of those lines, they have specific, the six of them has specific energetics and and it gives everything in your human design a, a deeper meaning how you move around the world. Yes. Okay. Definitely. And yeah, as a five line, it's like extra projection, right? Like for sure. We, 100%. we get projected on projected on even more. Yeah. And oh, people coming to us for advice. Right. 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 Oh yeah. Like yeah. I'm like people will come to you all the time because they think that you see five lines have the solutions. And people know it, they feel it energetically that the five line has the solutions, they have a fix, they know how to, they know that you know how to help them through a crisis or whatever. So that can look like people coming to you all the time with their problems or just sharing stuff, what's going on in their life. And depending on them and how they're looking after themselves, it might just be the fact that they feel comfortable sharing that stuff with you and they don't need you to to fix anything. Yeah. But there's still the energetic field of they know that you can do something with this information. Oh, it's so interesting because that also, it just occurred to me that that 
Um, I think that has something to do with why I'm also really good at, um, I'm a, a psychedelic peer crisis counselor at festivals. So when people are having a really difficult psychedelic experience, I sit with them and help, help them get through it basically. And I never connected that with my human design, but I think I'm good at that because of, I mean, I think it's all connected. Oh, 100%. One, because you're a projector. So you have that. I feel like projectors have a lot of empathy as well. Um, okay. And then definitely the five line, because five line, there is like a connection to crisis with the five line. Like you have an ability to help people through a crisis. Um, so if they're like freaking out or something is going on with them, like with the psychedelics, of course, like you're the natural guide to help them through that. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's, that's shines another light that I didn't right. realize on all this. It's so, there's so much to this. That's what I love about human design. It's just, there's so much depth to it. You can go like so far with it. Oh, you can. Um, and it's so nuanced for every single person. I think that's why I love it so much is yeah. when you, when you look at to you into your own stuff and then like, you just constantly open another box, another box. And it's just like, oh my God, and there's that. And that, and, and I think when you understand your human design, there's no going back then really, because it opens up so much and you're like, oh, um it just helps so much as well if you've if you've been in a space of like um feeling like you don't belong yeah oh for sure for sure so invitation the can you talk about the invitation and it uh is that our strategy yeah okay yes please tell me about that (laughs) Yeah, so our strategy as a projector is wait for an invitation, wait for recognition, I'm putting in brackets there. Um, Also, so the invitation, projectors get really upset about this wait for an invitation thing. (laughs) Yeah. And I totally fell into this when I first learned about my design because there wasn't as much as information out there. I didn't know anyone on Instagram really doing human design when I found out about it. I found out through through a friend and then it was like me Googling, but wait for an invitation. It doesn't mean that you're like sitting at home waiting for someone to come and find you and ask you to do something like that's like a really um, disempowering way of looking at the strategy for a projector. Projectors are here to make themselves visible. So like just doing your thing, like if you enjoy something, do that thing, like hone your craft like get into the nitty gritty of your system, whatever it is that you love doing, but tell people about it. Like it can look like, I'm using classic example because we both have a business. It's like having a shop front as in like, here's my website, here's where you find me, here's how you connect with me. And that's when people then can connect you and the invitation is created. But they often with projectors I see because they get to this kind of place of, hermiting so much that nobody can find them and then they go deeper into bitterness because they're like nobody wants me you know it's you need to make yourself visible also and again it's like you need to look after your own energy make sure you're doing the things that you enjoy that changes the energy and people start to feel like oh there's something going on with her over there like I need to find out her details like that's super important but also there's another layer to the invitation which is recognition. So with projectors, you need to feel like you're being recognized. Like there's something in this where it can only really be you. It's not just anybody. Like it's not like you just fill in a time slot for someone. Like that's not a a correct invitation for a projector. Like it must be you because you're special or you're great at this thing or there's something about you. That's why you're being invited. That's the super important thing. Without recognition, projectors get better. Oh, I love this. Something that comes up for me with this, just as you're as you're talking about it, is um, you know, 99% of the time when I do a channeled reading for someone, it's like so powerful. But what I just made a connection with, the few times where I felt like, ugh that just didn't really work. Like that felt off are times when the person 
wasn't really, there wasn't recognition. Like the person, um, times when like the person just like wanted a reading and someone like threw my name out and they weren't really that familiar with me. So they came to me because someone threw my name out, but they weren't really recognizing I didn't really have an invitation from that person I guess is the Mm -hmm. thing I'm realizing like they there needs to be um a recognition from the client I think in order for us to make that connection where I can really really bring through what's helpful yeah and if you think about like energetics of that as well like in terms of like pricing for example if someone might be hunting for the lowest cost, right? right? So, and you can see what could happen there. They they buy from somebody, whether it's a channeled reading or whatever that service is because they hunted around for the lowest cost. And then there's lack of recognition there because they just wanted the lowest price, you know? Right. Um, and again, like I'm, with projectors, often they do err on the side of like, not good enough so they have lower prices not that you're going to fall into that trap but just like yeah recognize like the money and things like that are not the only things that play here the energetics are very important so if someone is coming to you um it's really important that you feel there's got to be like a feeling of there's something right about this you know mm, like yes. sometimes I've totally had it before where um I no longer do like discovery calls like um, free calls where people can like see if they want to work with you because I had so many people would come to that through a referral which kind of is recognition but they were just testing me out almost and they had no real want to work with me particularly yeah. you know yes and so it's interesting do you think that it so it's probably I mean I, you tell me this may or may not be true but is it harder or, or easier for a generator to do that sort of like discovery call thing than a projector, or maybe that works better for generators than it does for projectors, that strategy in business? It works so well for project, for generators because generators are responding. So when the generator goes on to a call like that, they get to engage in their strategy, which is the response, uh, what am I, which is kicking in the sacral, right? Is this the right person for me? And they don't know that until they're in an interaction with them. And plus they get to respond to, I know what this person is looking for. The person is asking them questions, et cetera. And that's how it goes for generators. So it's really great idea for generators to to be in that kind of situation. Projectors, we have a finite amount of energy. And again, God, we could talk about that in a whole podcast, like depending on who you are, your strategy, your authority, like your centers, et cetera. Some projectors have more energy than others, but it's really important that you use your energy in a way that's working for you, that you're not just wasting energy because if you're wasting energy on people who don't recognize you, then you've got no energy to work with the people who do, you know? Yes. Well, and that brings me to the next thing that we haven't, we haven't actually even touched on yet. And this is a huge projector thing. And that is our energy. Like Mm. one of the biggest things when I realized I was a projector was one of the biggest like aha moments about that was, oh, this is why I don't, I don't, work the same as most people like I don't have the kind of energy that some people have like when I used to work for other people it always blew my mind like how go 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 um so many people were like how they could just go and go and go how that was expected of them and they could achieve that I used to get burnt out like so quick so yeah projectors and energy could you talk about that a little (laughs) Yeah. So again, like another disempowering view when you first come into human design and learn your projectors, like you'll still see out there, it's definitely getting better, but like there's still materials out there saying you have no energy. Like it's not that you don't have energy. You have a different way of using your energy and you have ebbs and flows of energy. So different operatories have different amounts of energy in terms of like for, for Brittany, for example, she's mental projector. She does have less energy than me because I have my spleen defined, my root defined, my uh, solar plexus defined. I have quite a lot of energy, uh, sustainable energy. Um, so it's understanding your own energy and when you're like 
tipping the balance of like using too much of that it takes god it's I feel like it's a constant learning curve of like where is my energy at have I wasted it but what I would say about projectors you're not here to work and I'm using inverted commas in the in the sense that we're seeing out there in the conditioned sense of like you're gonna get up in the morning you're gonna go to work and you're gonna work for eight hours nine hours and then you're gonna come home and blah 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 that's not how projectors work projectors work projectors are amazing at working they're very efficient so they have this ability to condense something that could take eight hours for somebody else into like two hours like I've built a whole web like a whole website in like less than a day and the funny thing is with projectors when they almost have this like something switches on and it's not a sacral response but they're like they can channel all their energy into something and just get it done. But it has to be right for them. It has to be the right time. Timing is a big one for projectors. It has to be the right timing for them to do it. You can't tell a projector, you have to build this website in two hours at 3 p.m. on Wednesday. Like there's a natural sense of when the timing is right for a projector that they'll just do it. You know, they'll just naturally move towards doing that thing. And they have to be interested as well in doing it. But also like, Projectors work in a different way in terms of you're often working as a projector by contemplating things. And like, I feel like my walks every day are part of my work because I need to process things. Projectors have to process information. They have to process energy. They have to process like things that they've learned that day, things that they've seen. It's got to naturally move through their system. So they're gathering information to guide other people all the time, right? So yes. that's just the way it works. And I think mm-hmm. the box of work for projectors, it doesn't work for projectors, you know? Yeah. So something that came up as you were talking that I that was kind of interesting or a thought that I had. So talking about how we can be very efficient, but we have to like wait for the right time to do the thing. Is that an invitation in a way? Like, of an energetic one yeah yeah that's what I was thinking it almost feels like the wait for the invitation uh strategy also seems to apply to me doing things for myself like like oh here's that here's that inspired feeling it's time kind of yeah 100% I think with every modality and and everything that we, every tool that we know about, there's a constant progression of what we're learning about that tool or modality. When human design first came into existence, we had the founder, Ra-Uruhu, who created the system, he channeled the system and it came to be. And everything was gospeled by Ra-Uruhu because that was the only person who knew the system. But at the time, no one was living the system. And this was in the 80s, right? So we've had time where people have been progressing through the system, learning the system, living the system. And definitely we've we've definitely discovered that there is a energetic at play in terms of the invitation of a timing and a feeling that there's it's an invitation that's right. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. if you looked at texts from Rao Who, like he probably wouldn't mention anything to do with the energetics of an invitation, but we're definitely learning that that is a thing. There's something in it, there's something in it because you get the feeling that the time is right or the person is right or this work is right or there's a pull of some description. Yes. And I've found that um, walks, like you said, walks are very powerful for like things uh coming in and sometimes the invitation coming in the other thing that I've found for myself is if I'm not feeling that energetic that energetic invitation um if I'm not feeling like inspired it's it's time to rest and the through the rest usually that energetic invitation will come but when I keep pushing and don't honor my projectorness and rest sometimes it's resting for like a day or two or three mm. or something like um if I keep pushing then it's almost like it feels almost like the inv- that energetic invitation 
gets further and further away from me. Yeah, there's something as well. I totally, I knew you were going to say that because I had a feeling you were going to talk about that. Yeah, when projectors like start grasping onto control and things like that, they lose something, something goes off in their energy is what I, I would say. And it affects their aura, right? So then people are also not feeling as connected to them. And then they go further into bitterness. It's like this whole spiral. <laughs> and then yeah. they try and control some more. And the only thing that you really need to do as a projector when you're in that state is like detach and just rest, lie down. So amazing for, for projectors. But also do something like fun. I know fun for projectors is like quite a difficult thing. Like they don't understand that concept. Like play is like really difficult for projectors, especially like when they were kids, they were like, don't really get this concept but I see a lot of projectors adult projectors who don't really understand what engaging in fun is like take away all of the ideas what you think fun is and just like engage in things that you find fascinating or feel like you get the feeling right in your heart where you're like ooh, really like this whether it's like reading a book or drawing or playing with your dog like do more of that stuff when you feel like you're getting no invitations and everything has gone flat and just detach. And honestly, things start to happen again. That's so interesting. So something that came up as you said that, um, I feel like it almost sounds like projectors need to have, because we can't see ourselves and we have to, um, possibly decondition even more than like a generator it feels like we have to lean into like trust kind of more than a lot of the other types or at least more than generators does that make sense to you? yeah definitely because if we think about how life is you know um and how work is and how everything has always been done projectors don't fit into that narrative so there has to be a deep level of trust to know that you doing it differently is not you being wrong it's like it's correct for you but there's so much trust needed because you're surrounded by people who might not be interested in human design don't understand any of this um think you're being lazy like, you know, there's, you need so much self-trust to be like, it's okay, I know this is the right thing. And I swear to God, when you understand human design, you understand your human design, the level of trust that it's right, you can feel that too, that you're like, I just know it. I just know, I just know like doing it this way is better for me, even though it seems like bonkers. Like I'm throwing the rule book out of the window and like, oh my God, that's so scary. Yeah. Um, but there's something in it where it feels it feels right and find other projectors <laughs> find other projectors so important like you have people who you're like oh my god are you feeling this too etc yes and that also makes me um what came up for me as you were talking is that it seems like getting present I mean getting present is important for everyone but it feels like maybe that's even more important like that presence um maybe meditation could be an even more powerful tool for a projector do you feel so like that? I I do feel like that like yeah I think there's no coincidence that I'm fanatical about meditation yeah um because I think it helps you like come back to yourself but also clear any of the stuff that you've picked up perhaps from the outside world or voices of people saying how it should be done. Uh, what I also would say, and this could be like, we were talking about centers, right? If you got an open head, for example, you're definitely like more susceptible for collecting a lot of information. Um, but I would also monitor the amount of information you are taking in. Like don't try not to be listening to like podcasts all the time or you know engage in some fiction or my phone stays at home now when I go for a walk like I don't want any stuff coming in while I'm in this precious time of it just being me outside in nature so 
just be conscious of that because we're constantly being bombarded with all sorts of information. And like we said about the openness of projectors, you're sucking it all in all the time. So it ends up being like, I don't know what's me and what's not me anymore because there's so much stuff. So meditation helps clear, clear all of that off. Yeah, that makes total sense. Oh, this is so interesting. Um, well, we're just about going into an hour here. So I feel like we should probably wrap it up, but I want, is there anything else that um, before I have you share with the audience, how they can get in touch with you? Is there anything else that you would just like to say about being a projector or like a piece of advice you have for, for projectors listening? I think if you're a projector, like take care of yourself first and please find other projectors because Honestly, I know right now, if you've just found out your design, for example, you're like, oh my God, how am I going to do that? I can't like run everyone's chart and things like that. Like look online or even gather, like look at blogs or whatever, find podcasts. I was just saying, don't listen to podcasts, but see if you can like connect to other projectors because it really does help. It really helps to understand like, oh my God, there's someone out there doing the same thing as me and they're a projector and they feel this way, et cetera, et cetera. But give yourself more space than you think that you need, you know, like more self-care than you think that you need and do engage in the things that you love. Like don't judge them. If it seems like a weird thing to do, like, and why do I love this? Like nobody else just do it because it's so good for you as a projector. Mm. Oh, that's really good advice. Thank you. And how can people connect with you? I know, I mean, you're a projector people can uh, connect with. So how should they do that? So I have my website, um, charlottewright.co. You can find me on Instagram as well, charlottewright.co. I have a podcast called Lost to Liberated. We sometimes talk about projecting. We talk about everything, to be honest with you. Uh, That's another projector thing. Very deep conversations over there. Um, And yeah, I think that's that's all really. I I write a blog so you can go into my website. Perfect. Okay. So all of those, um, links are in the show notes. So just scroll down there and connect with Charlotte. She's incredible. Charlotte, thank you so much for this. This was such a fascinating conversation. I know that all the projectors listening are going to get so much out of this and probably a lot of their generator friends as well. Yes. Love that. It's been so great to have this conversation. I feel like we could talk about this like for hours and hours. Yes. (laughs) Totally. Well, thank you for everyone listening. Have a beautiful week.